There are all sorts of people who can fix all sorts of bits and things that go wrong with our bodies, but the statistics tell us that most Australians don't know enough about health speak to properly look after their health. Hi, my name is Penny Terry, and I reckon we need to cut the health speak so we can find out who these people are, what they do to you, and how they can help. And today, the person we're meeting, oh, oh, it makes me clench. When you're about to walk into a place like this, you kind of wish they didn't have a sign. I'm just walking up the stairs to the surgery of a colorectal surgeon. Hello, David. Hi, how are you? I'm really well. Now, when do I, um, when do I stop clenching? I'm sure you have this problem a bit. <laughs> all the time. That's it. Well, nice soft couches. As a bum doctor, you need to sit on a soft couch, so that's all right. <laughs> and I can see that you've got all sorts of things around here. Could we go on a bit of a tour? A Pool emoji cushion. Um, on the theme, we've got a, a, a little gnome, of course. With his pants down and his bum out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to have a sense of humour in this job. Even down to... Um, we're going into an examination, examination room now. Examination room, and uh, we need a, the poo curtains. As a, as a bum doctor, you need poo on the curtains. <laughs> so uh, is that because it might end up there anyway? Absolutely. <laughs> Probably my prized possession is in the um, the waiting room. We've got a an original poster by a jigsaw artist in the 1970s. Uh, and it's a where's Wally of, um, of bottoms, really. And so you sometimes hear a person sitting in the waiting room by themselves start cacking themselves laughing just because just they've noticed what is actually on the wall. It was given to me by this beautiful 93-year-old prim and proper English lady who we, uh, we operated on. And I used to call myself a bum doctor. And so she, came, she brought this in in about five different pieces and uh, we had it restored because it's just a, such a beautiful thing. And, uh... and I guess what this shows is everybody has a bum That's and probably right. everybody has bum hole problems. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely common. Opening your bowels is, is a daily occurrence and, and can rule people's lives. If you have a problem with it, um, people can become housebound, depressed. To be able to fix that and get people back to a normal um, quality of life is one of the biggest buzzes of the job because you can actually get people back to normality. How nervous are people when they first meet you about literally what's going to happen in that examination room, let alone what they're going to find out and what they're going to hear? The vast majority of people who come to see me are, are extremely nervous. I mean, the, the underlying problem is that they're, they're worried about bowel cancer, whether they say it or not. But also, it's a very sensitive area, and uh, Australian men are probably the worst in the world for having their, their bum looked at, but women as well, and it's a very private area. People are very embarrassed by it. For me, looking at someone's bum is like you shaking someone's hand. It, it happens to absolutely everyone, so it, it certainly doesn't worry me. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to be careful shaking your hand, David. I've, I've got the cleanest hands in Launceston, and gloves are mandatory, but... Uh, how do you describe yourself when you're out somewhere and someone's asking you what you do? I mean, do you have a good way to explain what what you really feel your job is? Um, essentially, I, I tell most of my guys that, uh, that I'm a fancy plumber. Um, I just deal with pipes and uh, as I take a bad bit of pipe and join it back together again. With every job, all the tradies and everyone else has their own language. And uh, the problem with medicine is our, our language is mainly Latin. And 
like my electrician comes and talks to me, I've got no idea what he talks about half the time. And the same thing is with doctors. And a lot of people sit there and say yes, no, and not understand a thing. And I think calling myself a plumber is, is easy because if I can talk about pipes, draw pictures and show them what's going on. And it, I think if it demystifies it, it makes it less scary as well. I'd imagine another question people might ask is, Why? Why did you choose to look at people's bums all day? Um, it's not something I dreamt of as a kid. I initially went into medicine thinking I wanted to do psychiatry um, and found out I hated psychiatry. Um, it just wasn't suited my personality. And uh, um, <laughs> I've got so many questions to ask. Psychiatry didn't, but bum doctor did. Absolutely. And so it's, it's, it's funny. Um, colorectal surgery is actually one of the hardest spe- subspecialities in general surgery to get into because it's extremely popular. One you actually make a difference. And so by doing what you do, you really change people's lives. But it's 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 a, a great speciality because it has uh, colonoscopy, which is driving a you know, telescope around someone's bowel, and that doesn't sound very exciting. But you know, growing up in the uh, in the 70s and 80s, it's, it's like playing Space Invaders, and you get paid to do it, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, it's a big range of surgery, and as I say, I've been doing pure colorectal for almost 20 years and I'm still having fun uh, 20 years down the track uh, and, and you get to know your patients inside and out so uh, uh, you've used that before literally yes <laughs> many times many times <laughs> so if I was somebody listening to this when am I likely to going to need to come and see you what kind of problems are happening down in that area you've mentioned bowel cancer and I guess exploration that's not quite the right word but I mean one of the big things we one of the most frequent things we see these days is um, people going for the national bowel screening. So a lot of people come to me uh, having had one of the positive screens. The vast majority of people think anything with their bottom is hemorrhoids, whereas hemorrhoids are actually often doesn't cause many symptoms and there's lots of other conditions around the bum which um, give symptoms. Things called anal fissures where you get a crack in the skin and women have problems with incontinence, especially after childbirth. There's lots of very complex disease called anal fistulas, which people can get like a pimple on the side of their nose. You can actually get a pimple on the inside lining of your anus. And if that bursts and tracks, it can actually cause some quite serious disease. And uh, But then obviously there's functional problems with people who just have constipation, which we can treat. Um, and then you go on through to cancers, uh, inflammatory bowel disease, uh, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, diverticular disease. So the list goes on and on. So um, um, I don't think I'm going to be unemployed anytime soon. <laughs> what, what does happen when we go into the examination room behind the Winnie the Pooh curtain? Normally we you know, do a new general examination and uh, have a you know, make sure someone's not anemic and, and look at the whole body. We'll examine the abdomen, sometimes have a look at the hands and see what other signs there are, and then have a look at the bottom. Quite a few people are, are absolutely petrified to come in and examine because they've got a sore bottom and people in the past have just you know, shoved a finger inside and actually you end up sort of having to scrape them off the ceiling. Um, to do it properly, you need to actually tell them what you can do, do it slowly. And the big thing is, is you know, if it hurts, we don't. Um, and um, so I tell people to tell me to stop as soon as something they don't like happens. You've just mentioned all the kind of things that you do do and how it all works when we walk in here. But if we wanted to avoid a trip to you, what what are some of the things that we can we can do? Um, I suppose the big thing is is I mean I mean the Western diet unfortunately at the moment is not conducive for a great bowel habit, um, especially modern diet with a lot of the fast foods and things. And uh, 
really, from my side of things, it's a, a good, sensible diet. Um, drinking plenty of fluids. You know, I mean, I, ideally, we're designed to drink you know, one and a half to two litres of non-caffeinated fluid a day. And, 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 you know, we're in the coffee culture, and so most people will, will at least drink two litres, but the vast majority is coffee or tea. And you can still have your coffee and tea, and I'm, I'm addicted to my coffee, which is just sitting on my table here. I suppose from my side of things is not be afraid to come and see someone early. If you have a little bit of bleeding or a little bit of change in bowel habit or something, something like that, if you see someone like me early and we can do something preventative, even though I'm doing like a small procedure like a colonoscopy, that's way better than, than taking out a bowel cancer. How do we come and see you? For someone to see a specialist these days, you actually have to get a GP referral. If You, you can't come off on, on your own bat because the government won't then fund it. And so it's normally a, a quick, simple letter from the GP and then I triage the letter and make see how urgent it is. If there's one patient that you think about that you think this is why I keep going to work every day and this is why I want to help people even though that's about looking at people's bums and dealing with it. Is there one story you can tell us about? A very simple story is that uh, I was out at a, um, a charity function with my wife and another a young lady bounded up to me and threw her arms around me and gave me a big kiss on the cheek and just said thank you. And I sort of scratched my head and uh, then she sort of blushed and then t- turned to my wife and said that I'd, I'd fixed her anal fissure. Um, now, this, this poor young lady had an anal fissure after giving birth to her first child and had been in agony for two years without anyone being able to do anything. And uh, I saw her and, and treated her and, and fixed it and she was just, it changed her life. But do people often stop you in public? Not normally. As I said, uh, as a bum doctor, not many people will come up in the street or at a dinner party and admit to seeing me. And so it's a, so that's all right. I don't, I don't get offended. <laughs> so, bum doctor's not too scary after all. This project was funded by the Healthy Tasmania Community Innovation Grants through the Tasmanian Government. 